and we are back today with today's topic of questions, 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 part two. And we have joining us again today, special guest, Deborah Ayers. And again, Debbie is one of my lifelong friends, one of my best friends in the entire world. And one thing that Debbie is an expert at is asking questions. <laughs> But she's also really good at answering questions. She has a mind that you wouldn't believe. She knows every little detail about every little thing. And then you're just like, how do you know this information, Debbie? But she is actually planning to be on Jeopardy one day very soon. So we're looking forward to that. Um, but welcome to the show, Debbie. Thank you so much. I think Jeopardy will give me an opportunity to put all those little details to work. <laughs> <laughs> they will have served the purpose. Yes. <laughs> So we started a good conversation on the last episode. Um, I don't know if you want to continue along the same lines or if you have some fresh questions for us today. Um, they're kind of a sort of along the same lines, at least the way my mind works. Okay. So um, they may be totally different for everybody else. But um, this time, what I'd like for you to help me to grapple with a little bit is... Um, creating our realities. Um, the most difficult thing I think that I have to get around is how do people create what they have no idea of? How does someone who has no experience of wealth create an abundance? How do and specifically, I'm thinking of um, quote unquote third world countries and people who are in positions where I guess their reality is so far. How do you imagine something you can't imagine? So, first of all, I want to say that imagination is one of the greatest gifts that humans have. So I don't even understand the idea of not being able to imagine something. Um, so if you're saying I want wealth, but you can't imagine it, then why do you want it? So that's a little bit confusing right there. That's a paradox. Like, why do you want something that you can't even imagine what it would be like? Um, so that's the first part. I think that we can imagine anything. We might be off but we can imagine it because we want it for a reason. And whatever that reason is, that's what it is that we would okay. imagine into, feel into. Um, but the other part of that is being abundantly wealthy is the same vibrational frequency, very similar as being abundant in health and being abundant in relationships. And so a lot of times um, I specifically will say, Think about what you would love and feel the feelings of that thing. Well, the whole point is that you want to feel good. You want to spend as much time feeling good as possible. And so one of the greatest ways of doing that is actually envisioning yourself into the future that you would love. So, but the whole point is to spend time feeling good. So when we're feeling bad, we're blocking all kinds of flow of good things to us. And so the more time we spend feeling good, feeling in the vibration of love and feeling in the vibration of appreciation, you draw to you things of like vibration and like energies. 
So, I guess I get confused because I'm such a rationalizing person <laughs> that I'm thinking abundance. If I desire abundance, that if I do not know what that is, the place that I'm coming from is a leaving a place of want. So in changing the thought of, I don't want to have to want anymore. I come to a place of, I want abundance because I want to think about the things I want and not the things I don't want. So I'm thinking of abundance and then feeling that feeling. Like how do I put it in my head? What that feels like. So I'm, I'm not really understanding the question clearly because in my mind, if you know you want something, why don't you know what it feels like? Why do you even want it? That's what that's where my question is. Because the desire is to not have this. That's the original desire. Mm -hmm. I want to be free from want. So you just say the magic word. Free. Free. So I know what freedom feels right. like. Okay. Okay. See, that's what I, you know. You got to pull it from me. <laughs> because my mind goes in other places. Okay, so I know what freedom feels like, but that's not abundance. But it is, because that's abundance for you. So for you, you want it to feel free. You want to feel free. So you will image that freedom. And so, like I say, really what you're trying to do is get on the vibration of higher than what you were. So if you're on the vibration of lack, like I don't have this, I, I need this, that's mm -hmm. not the energy you want to pour from. You don't want to pour more of that into your life. So you want to raise your vibration. And so if you raise it to freedom, then what does that feel like? It's like, you know, like freedom. And so that brings you into a whole different energy field than to feel constricted and like what's next and how am I going to do this and that and the other. So you put yourself in a space of freedom. So if that's what in your head abundance is freedom, then that's what you would project into the world is freedom. Okay. So how do you raise your vibration? Just like that. So that's really, it's all about your thinking. So your thoughts cause you to feel a certain way. So you put the thought in your head and then you feel that thing. And it's just like um, how people like to use the example, if some, if you could be in the pits right now, and then you find out you just won the lottery, all of a sudden, you know, there's an instant change in your energy. But then, if you find out in the next second, oh, <laughs> that was a mistake. it was a mistake, <laughs> then you, your emotional change again. But it's all based on your thought. Like, you thought it was real, and then you responded because of what you were thinking. And so by the same token, we can actually practice feeling different thoughts right in this moment. So I could actually say to a person, feel depressed right now. And you could literally make yourself feel that feeling. And a lot of us, we know how to feel depressed. Like, 
like, like we knew how to do that. Or, you know, feel anger in your body right now. Most people can manufacture the feeling of anger or feel joy. Like you can do it in the moment. And because we have that ability, we have the ability to change our vibration in the moment. And um, one of the things that I like, I, I've named the game now, but I really didn't have a name of, it, name of it before, but I call it catch yourself and act. And so a lot of times, just day-to-day stuff might happen, like um, trying to think of anything happened to me recently, hopefully not, but um, things can happen. Like you can go into the, to the restaurant and have a bad experience at the restaurant. And you can just start harping on it like, Lord, and then this happened. And then she got my order wrong. And then I told them no mushrooms. And then they're going to come back with extra mushrooms, you know. <laughs> like, and you can just take one thing and you just roll with it. And it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger, the negative energy. But as soon as you realize it, catch yourself in the act. Okay. Do I want what I'm doing right now? Do I want more of this? Do I want more mushrooms? <laughs> the next time, do I want more irritating things to follow me? If I don't want that, then in this moment, when I realize that's what I'm doing, then I can change my thinking. And I can choose how I want to change it. I can, like, a lot of times, and that's one thing that I actually got from you because you were, unfortunately, poor Debbie, you were the ear for me when I was working like a crazy person, and I didn't have a lot of good energy. But I would talk to you, and we would laugh our way through every, because I would tell it in great detail of every little thing that went wrong, in great detail. But yet, you and I, we would just laugh, 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 laugh the entire way through. And so one of the things that I like doing when I'm catching myself in the act, and I catch myself thinking crazy thoughts or mean thoughts or feeling irritated, I'll be like, and I'll just find what's funny in the situation. And I'll make it into my own little comedy show. And so now I'm changing my energy in the moment because now I'm laughing because now this is funny to me. This is hilarious to me. And I'm no longer in that vibration of that negative energy. I don't do that in the moment, but I do <laughs> often say to myself, Lord, when I tell Ivan, <laughs> and it's like I'm already <laughs> weaving mm-hmm. the story <laughs> and imagining what you would say your response is, <laughs> I can weave the, you know, and of course by the end of that, whatever irritated me, mm-hmm. it's like, it, this is going to be a funny story. <laughs> right. <laughs> Any minute now, <laughs> this will be funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so catching yourself in the moment. When we're doing that sort of in the reverse, when I am feeling like the best, when I'm feeling so good and I catch myself and I think this is a feeling that I want to go like, how is it that we, how is it that I <laughs> get knocked off that pedestal so easily? Like, I, I have, again, my use of the word 
I have the intention of remaining within that good feeling. Um, at least for the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> let me take baby steps. <laughs> and um, there I am. And, you know, something very small can happen. I'm knocked off and I'm like, no, you're not going to get me off track. <laughs> and, you know, I get back up there and, um, you know, it just doesn't take long for the other stuff to kind of flatten me. Mm-hmm. So, like, what? So, <laughs> the first thing that I would say is your word choice. To me, when you're saying, I got knocked off, something entered into this situation, something flattened me. And this is, this is a place you and I have always been on opposite ends of. But what I believe to be so true is that you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to take responsibility for it. Anytime you're saying there's something that's out there that's causing what's going on in here, you have just went the wrong direction. So it's not that something out there knocked you off. Why, why is that vibration stronger than your own? So we have to get into the practice of making sure our vibration is the strongest vibration that we are responding to. I only, um, if I'm responding to all of that, I'm not the creator. I'm allowing everything to influence me. But I need to practice being in my own vibration. So it's nothing wrong with you getting knocked off your vibration, so to speak, um, but then noticing it and then getting back on the pedestal. And you have to actively place yourself back on the pedestal. Oh, I fell off again. And put yourself back on. And that is catching yourself in the moment. Catching yourself in the moment. And you just get used to it after a while. You're like, so it's one thing to fall off and just be off. Like, <laughs> you just off for the rest of the week. You know, because this one thing happened. Or fall off and your refractory period is quick, and maybe it's a day, or maybe it's two hours, or maybe it's an hour, or maybe it's 10 minutes. And so you just want to keep lessening. How long does it take for you to get back on the pedestal? How long does it take for you to build that momentum back up, that energy, that feel-good place, and get back, put yourself back on the pedestal? Yeah, we definitely have been on opposite (laughs) sides of that one. Them people can act on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, I can um, use this example. Um, so I hear this a lot. And so when I used to work, I, I would hear this because I used to work at a school. And a lot of times I would sneak in the school and I would go in my office and I would close the door because I have so much work to do. Um, but what I would always get from the teachers, they would always say, we know exactly when you walk through the door because the whole atmosphere of the building changes. When you're in the building, the whole atmosphere of the building changes. Um, and my mother-in-law used to say that too because she would always say, I don't know why these kids act so nice when you walk through the door. <laughs> That's not how they normally act. But when you walk in, all of a sudden, they on their best behavior. Um, but that is, that's like my energy field is kind of taking over the energy field of what's already present. 
this is a great one. Okay. <laughs> um, can you help me to understand the intersection of our obligation to other people versus doing what makes us feel good? And my word in that is duty. <laughs> what is our duty? Mm-hmm toward others and how do we balance that yeah you know that's a question i have a hard time with uh and the reason is this so what i've learned through my teachings through um active engagement um from other sources is that we don't have any obligation to other people like our sole obligation is to make sure our vibration is as high as possible and if we are making sure our vibration is as high as possible, it's going to affect everyone else. But everyone else is not our obligation. Every single person has the ability to create their own reality and to make it as terrific and as best as can. So we don't have any obligation to help people because in us helping them, that's almost saying you're unable. And it's almost putting them in a, a place of, you don't have what I have. You're not able to create what I can create. And, and so that's kind of what the teachings say. Um, and my mom, she used to always say, don't do anything that you don't really want to do. Now, <laughs> that's the teachings. In practice, I don't understand that. And the reason why is because in my own life, I have done plenty that I have not wanted to do. Um, plenty that I felt like I've, I've given hugs when I didn't feel like hugging. You know, I showed up when I didn't feel like showing up. So I, I went out of my way to nurture and love people when I just didn't, I didn't even have anything for myself. And in that, those same people, 20 years later, are like, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. You were the best thing that ever happened to me. Because you showed up, I'm okay. And so because I'm getting that type of feedback, it's hard for me to believe that if I say, mm, I can't hug you today, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm up to here. I, can't, I don't have another hug. It's hard for me to believe. I don't know. So I, I grapple with that, but I understand in theory what the teachings say, mm-hmm. that you're just responsible for your own vibration and getting it as high as possible. And so perhaps if my vibration was high enough and I'm in your presence, in the presence of someone who is not in a good place right now, perhaps mine would rub off on them or it would cause them to say, oh, let me, you know, because there are some people... I have a friend who I can't call her if I don't feel okay. Not because she wouldn't, you know, be there and present a good listener, nothing like that. But I have to raise my energy in order to talk to her. So if I see she's calling me and I'm not in, in that space, I have to go. And then I'll go, hey, <laughs> because her energy can't exist. Like, it just seemed like it, it wouldn't be okay for me to be, 
hey, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> because hers is always so high. thinking about you know I think all of us have people in our lives that we interact with and we think you know after I finish this I'm gonna need a nap <laughs> like like uh, I always think of it uh, or conceive of it conceptualize it as being draining like I'm being drained I'm being totally drained and I need to go lay down in a quiet room. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I know that you have always said to me is that, like, y- y- it re- you can re-energize yourself. Like, there's no drain is not necessary. It's an endless supply. How can you drain an endless supply? Mm-hmm. So those two things, like, believe me, I feel drained. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, um, I guess maybe how do you, uh, how do you tap the endless supply when you're feeling drained? Right. Yeah. So as you know, I was in that space for a lot of years, just being drained. And I remember I used to always pray. I would say, God, please send me someone, send me something. I need somebody to tell me something like, like that type of thing. Like I was asking for anything to help me out of this situation like more help less hours to work you know anything to help me and then um I was introduced to the and I always I never say the prayer right so I don't know if I should try but like the prayer of Assisi Assisi Francis of Assisi yes so I was introduced to that prayer right I heard someone singing it and I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's just so beautiful. It's like, make me a channel of your love. Make me a channel of your peace. And so I realized, like, I'm in a, in my mind, I was thinking, like, I'm just, I just have a certain amount, and I'm pulling from myself mm-hmm. as a, a finite vessel. But when I really listened to that, I was like, oh, let me be a channel Pour through me like there's no end. Pour into me. And I started, that started being my new prayer. Make me a channel of your love. Make me a channel of your peace. Allow me, pour through me and allow me to pour out. And things like magically changed for me. So we're actually out of time again. And it's like, um, I feel like we just sat down. So I'm enjoying talking to you and answering questions. And I hope these questions are questions that you guys have as well and that we're hitting upon some things that are helping you to see things in a bit of a different way. And I'm curious, do you have any more questions for me? Would you like to come back? (laughs) (laughs) She rubs them hands Great. So um, we'll have you in the next episode. We'll do one more. Um, And hopefully we'll get some more great questions. And so thank you guys for joining us today. And make sure you click on the subscribe button if you have not. And a lot of you still haven't gotten your free gift yet. I'll know when you get it. So get your free gift. ArvetteMcClain.com. A-R-V-A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com. Until next week. 
this is our bit.